0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Walls. I'm your host, Lauren Springman, and on this podcast, you'll be informed, entertained, and educated on everything in the real estate industry. I'd like to introduce our guest today. His name is David Dansell with the Nicole Freer Group. Welcome, David. How are you?
1: I'm good. Good morning, guys.
0: Um, Thanks for being on the show today. Today, we have not only David on there, we have Kaylee, our new... um, Growth and development rep. And then also Mike, who is our social media intern for the summer. Hi Thank guys, God. how are y'all? <laughs> Thank God hello, because hello. Um, we all know I'm not text tech swabby. So <laughs> however, David, I do have to tell you a story. I was very, very excited yesterday. Do you want to hear it?
1: Sure, of course. Okay.
0: So I'm really bad at technology. Okay. It's a very known fact. But I figured out how to edit. A podcast all by myself. I know that sounds really dumb, but I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> You're not amused. It's okay. I get it.
1: I'm savvy either. So, oh, you aren't. No, I, I rely on other people.
0: <laughs> I'm not the only one. See, that's why we had to get Mike up in here and get some younger kids into our group because it just doesn't work for
1: me. I'm not the most tech savvy for my age, to be fair.
0: <laughs> Dude, you're our social media person.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can work social <laughs> just, media, but I'm joking. Connecting a mouse to a laptop is different.
0: <laughs> True. Can't I can't figure that one out either, David. But anyways, okay. <laughs> so, David, how did you get started in the industry? All right. So, <laughs> jump right in.
1: I never planned on being in real estate, to be honest with you. So, oh, uh, it worked out as. I actually started flipping homes, so that's how it all started. I know that a lot of other realtors have started like that as well, so I decided in around 2013, 2014, I I saw a course on on TV, so they sold me. (laughs) You know, I spent a lot of money, it didn't really help, but it helped me understand the the true meaning of flips, you know, renovations and everything like that. So what you see on TV, it's not true at all. You mean
0: H, do you mean reality TV isn't reality?
1: To a certain extent, what you make it it is the reality.
0: Okay, so I'm super intrigued about flipping houses. Sorry, I'll ask you that question next, but okay, keep going.
1: Yeah, so eventually, you know, we did a few flips, was successful in that, made some money. And then I decided to, you know, I need to save some money. Maybe I can become a realtor, you know, also the realtors that I've been utilizing, nothing against them, but they just seem slow and getting back with me. So I thought I need to become a realtor, get all the data analysis and everything like that. And that helped me out. And then that's how it started. And then I started making money on real estate too, with all the transactions. I was like, Oh, okay. I can make this a another career. Just, transition to this full time so that's how it happened basically
0: how'd you so were you always with the nicole freer group or did you were you you don't have to say who you were with before but were you with other another brokerage before
1: also i was with a smaller brokerage that uh, dealt with investment properties so oh, okay i stuck with them because of that particular niche so yeah so and now I, what
0: do you focus on now
1: so I, I do both still but now it's more residential more resale properties, new construction as well, like that. Okay. And, and that worked out. And plus, I live in Katy, so Nicole for groups in Katy. Really nice.
0: What part of Katy do you live in?
1: So, Zinco Ranch area.
0: Oh, okay. I still live in Cross Creek, and I live out in Fulcher now.
1: Okay, you're like yes. my. name. I'm basically. I'm. <laughs> I'm. i right by Tompkins High School, so. If that oh, helps.
0: okay. I know exactly. Yeah. Now I'm going to go find you. No, I'm just joking. Find me? So I'm going to come find you now. No. I'm not that crazy, okay, people? Just a little bit. No. I'm not. I'm joking. Anyway, so when you were flipping, tell me how this process works because I'm very, very interested about it. I always wanted to do it, but I don't – I want to be like a millionaire if I ever do it. I always say that because it scares me.
1: Yeah, so – right now it is a bit of a challenge because there's so many investors out there right now so currently in the market it's very it's very tough to find a, a home to to flip and renovate but typically you know we, we reach out to properties that look distressed or homeowners that are in, in dire straits you know financially that need to sell their house mm-hmm. and the type of spread that we're able to to work out you know we were able to obtain that property And that's usually how it goes. Um,
0: Did you have like your own project, like were you the project manager and then had like your own like side contractors that like you used all the time or did you just always bid the stuff out?
1: Oh, no. So I I utilized the general contractor um, right from the get-go. I had no clue. (laughs) It was uh, was a toss-up, you know. It's either I messed up, which I did in the beginning, and then I had to filter out you know, good versus bad general contractors.
0: So, how long did you do that for?
1: So, I still do it, um, I, not as much as I used to, but I did that. I'm still doing it, so it's been more than five years now.
0: And you've been a, in as a agent for how long?
1: Uh, for three years.
0: Three years. Okay. So you're busy.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm busy, and especially <laughs> part of the Nicole Fair group, it's it's busy.
0: Yeah. Why is that? Uh, Oh, go on.
1: Oh, go ahead. What were you saying? No, I was just going
0: to say, you guys seem to like have a lot, lots of meetings and stuff.
1: I mean, that's part of the key is making sure that we're on track. We have a a plan of action every week from the, from the get go. I'm sure, you know, with Brian and Brian having meetings. (laughs) So implementing that on a weekly basis and just going from there.
0: I feel like that's. A good thing that they have that because I've talked to some realtors, or when they start, like they're just like, Oh, hey, I got my license, and I go to a brokerage, and they're just like, Okay, here you go. Like, they don't really give you much of a map or like a path to go on, they're just kind of like jump in, sink or swim type thing. Not all of them, but maybe some of them.
1: Well, that's that's the key, also, when you're actually starting off, is it's either you're going to be by yourself, I mean, it's your independent contractor. So it is your business, but then mm-hmm. there's also teams. So Nicole for a group is a team. Uh, we all are sharing. It's not individualized, but yes, um, I, you know, I want to individualize myself as a realtor to separate myself, but then we utilize the, the tools that they provide in regards to our business as well. So it all goes hand in hand to be successful, especially when you're starting off to, I suggest working with a team unless you have, enough resources to start your business which a lot of realtors don't
0: Mm -mm. yeah how long did you would you say it took you to well i guess you might be a little bit different since you were in like the industry before you became an agent but like before you got like pretty good traction as being an agent and um i guess like start making money and things like or are you seeing the hard work coming in because i there everything like differs some people say six it takes up to six months some people I feel like the key number lately is three years. So I'm curious about you.
1: So that is tough. There's so many variables, to be honest. So it's either you're very fortunate from the get-go and you have a lot of family members (laughs) and friends that want to purchase a home. And that's some people get that right away and then some people don't. But to me, at least consistently a good year and a half or at least a year minimum, uh, making okay. sure you, you have to really brand yourself. So at least the minimum on my end, a year, because if you're not, six months is nothing. So I, I think if you separate yourself as a professional and you know what you're doing, at least a year is to, to show who you are in, in the area, especially in real estate.
0: How do you brand yourself?
1: Oh, well, definitely being part of a strong group as in the culture group, that helps. Mm -hmm. So besides social media, I mean, honestly, social media is is the key right now, especially. Um, I also do the regular old school marketing, you know, flyering, stuff like that. But that, that works, too. It all goes hand in hand with individuals that like particularly having something tangible in their hand to read versus somebody that likes social media being on the Internet.
0: That's good that you'd mix both of them in there so you can get all different clientele, not just focus in on one particular group.
1: Yeah, everybody needs to sell a home.
0: <laughs> You're like, anybody need to sell a home right now, please come to me.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: So um, are you doing any flips or renovations now?
1: No, I'm I'm not. I'm looking at at particular properties. Is just materials have gone up costs, so it does make a challenge for to have a decent spread
0: yeah my uh, boyfriend and his family own um a window company it's called the window center and they're like now the like the windows are what is it like the the companies that they work from i can't think of the word anyways the whole the wholesalers or whatever stop laughing at me i can't think of it but anyways he was like saying it can go from 8 to 12 weeks to get an order in And that's from like the day that he put, they put the quote in and everything. So it's crazy right now.
1: It is crazy. I mean, that's why the prices even with new construction homes are just ridiculous
0: right now. Do you know why I've been asking people and no one ever knows And I'm kind of just curious do, why is lumber going up? I don't get it. Actually,
1: lumber has stabilized a little bit. Oh, okay. So, I mean, there was a plant that shut down. There are there a couple of plants that shut down in California, that was oh. lumber sources. So since there was a shortage and the demand is so high, I mean, the prices have gone up. So yeah, so that's what happened.
0: Okay. Um, I know that you, so you, so I, um, you know, when I go into your guys' meetings and stuff like that, you have different, um, like Perry Homes comes into your meetings and things like that just to tell you guys what's coming up or new in the area. Do you got, does a lot of your clients or do you take your clients a lot of those places or is it just more so because the inventory that a lot of people are saying isn't very high either. So how are you finding these houses?
1: (laughs) So it is a challenge, especially with a lot of the influx of -of out-of-state buyers that are coming in right now. Yeah. So there is honestly, New construction right now, there's a very minimal amount of inventory that's available. So they're only allowing a certain stage of the inventory to be sold. So once it's so once a particular property that the builder has that's in a framing stage, that's when they actually sell it. They're not the majority of the builders are starting from framing stage to sell it. So they're not really building from the lot up anymore right now because of the, the demand.
0: So I will tell you. I live out in a Polo Ranch out in Fulcher. It's like a, it's only been out there for like two years. It's like a small commute, like smaller houses and stuff like that. Have you heard of it?
1: Yes. Polo Ranch.
0: Yeah. So we have like, I mean, I feel like there's like 10 or 12 new houses. Like, be like, I don't know if someone bought them, but they are being built left and right out there. So I don't know if they're going to have more inventory just to let you know, in case you're the Huggins school is very amazing and they're about to get a brand new elementary school called Morgan Elementary across from Western Lakes.
1: Oh, yeah. So in regards to that, the build time, I mean, a lot of the builders have had a lag on, on build time. So typically it would take se- you know, five months, but now it's taking about seven to eight months. Especially, oh. It's tough, especially during the summertime because weather is crazy. So that's another factor to take in, mm-hmm. in to construction time. So weather is... Is really tough right now.
0: What's easier for you to like for if you were, um, if your client was buying a house, would you rather not rather, but like what is an easier process? One that's already there that someone's selling or a new construction? <sighs> <laughs> I just thought of that one. <laughs>
1: that's tough right now, honestly. Um, both are a challenging market new construction and resale, but um, resale. I find it uh, a bit easier right now, because right now, just new construction is, is priced at a higher level that other people won't qualify for now. So, houses that were, were like six months to a year ago, they've jumped up almost a hundred thousand. So something that they can actually afford last year, it's out of their their price quote now. Their price. yeah
0: I'm curious how much because like. Excuse me, like Polo Ranch started at like 170. So I'm wondering how much those little houses are going for now if they jumped up that much. Like,
1: yeah, it, it's crazy. So,
0: and I mean, they're tiny.
1: Yeah. So, for instance, um, a particular builder, I'm not going to say. Okay. They're, that's they're, good. <laughs> they're, very, they're a very large brand all around. You'll see them. But um, yeah, so like a, a home just under 1300 square feet starts in the 290s. That's based right that's ridiculous 290 what? and then going up to 300 stop it yeah, it's it's crazy
0: that's like the size of an apartment exactly they're not well then you know what people should not buy in polar ranch if they're going to spend 290 on those little houses because i don't think that they would get a return in their investment
1: i mean it's it's good for you that are the people that are currently there i mean that you have a you know built up equity
0: so oh no 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 i don't i'm leasing oh, okay yeah cuz i just got done going to like a divorce and stuff like that and so there was two houses because i wanted to keep my kids in the huggins at huggins because i used to live across the street in fullbrook on fullshore creek and there's two houses There was a condo or not a condo a townhome in cross creek and then this house those are the only two options i had to lease to go to huggins because you know like mortgage companies um don't recognize that my commission yet as my salary because i was a stay-at-home mom for 10 and a half years so i didn't have an option but yeah it was crazy you understand? Yeah. But why do they do that?
1: Why do they do that? I mean, people are willing to pay. That's why. So a lot of <laughs> a lot of people, you know, are getting. Again, it's just an opinion. So, people, a lot of people from California, the the east East Coast, New York, Connecticut, they're moving down here, and they have those that extra resources to to pay down. You know, pay cash.
0: That's true. Especially, I am from Pennsylvania, so like especially the East, especially Jersey, Connecticut, New York, the houses over here are all brand new and a lot of the houses over there aren't. You know, it's a lot of older houses and the amount of money that they could spend in New York compared to buying a house here, they can get it for, say like a $1 million home. I don't know, I'm just pulling numbers out just because my cousins live in Jersey and stuff. They can get the same home, which way better for like four or five over here.
1: Yes, exactly. So I've worked with a a couple of clientele from New York uh, this past couple of weeks and from California. So my, actually from California were my, my good friends. So they have a house in California. They sold it for 1.1 million and it was only um, under 1500 square feet. Okay. Now they come here, they're able to buy a house. It was over 4,000 square feet. I was able to get it for under 500,000. And they can do whatever they want to do with it, you know. So, Damn. It's-
0: one point one million for how many square feet did you say?
1: It's under fifteen hundred square feet. That's
0: what I thought you said. I was just wanted to make sure I wasn't hearing things.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy.
0: So, are you working with a lot of relocations?
1: Yes, it, it's uh, yeah, basically right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm surprised. I mean, how many people want to move to Texas? So right
0: do you have like any advice or like how did you get to the point you are now like you before you're like you know you said you utilize and marketing yourself do you have any advice for people like what's your daily routine look like
1: my daily routine so i plan ahead of course um during the beginning of the week so the weekend knock out everything and then the during the week is when i I plan out my week so on a week-to-week basis that's what I do to plan out and, and get ahead. Let I me mean, hold on. This sounds weird, but I have I have cats.
0: So I was let me, wondering.
1: Let me take this cat out of the room really quick.
0: I was wondering what that. I was like, it's either a cat or a kid, but you know, I just didn't know. Just okay. never know these days.
1: Yeah, I have. Uh, I love cats. Some people. <laughs> so I have five cats, just in case.
0: <laughs> I'm not a cat lover. They creep me out. Okay. That's a whole nother story, but I was scarred when I was younger. Okay.
1: You know what? Like I was scarred too. And I was, I am allergic to cats, but I built up my immune system. (laughs) And so I'm able to, to handle cats.
0: I'll stick with dogs.
1: I love dogs too, but just the cats, it works out.
0: Yeah, for sure. So like, when you wake, do you have, like, do you get up at the same time every morning and do this? Like, you know, like, I know it's like nice being an agent. You don't have to have like the nine to five job, but you still do something every single day.
1: Yes. Every single day. So I do, I try to have a routine. I mean, some days are tougher than others (laughs) up at certain times, to be honest, but I do have a a schedule that I try to to implement each day. You know? So I think that's one of the most important things is, be consistent with your with your time and your schedule, and then you know, being an agent, it, there's just so many things thrown at you. You have to be flexible, and being able to to work with clientele that are, are challenged challenge, or can be difficult.
0: Do elaborate. <laughs>
1: well, so honestly, being a realtor, you have to have boundaries. So you have to establish your time. So you. I have clientele that want to call me past ten o'clock, almost at midnight. You know, but do I want to answer? No, I don't, unless it's an emergency. So of course, each each time is different. But yeah, it, it's having clients that respect your time is is a challenge in this in this industry.
0: So do you um set those boundaries? Are you like, okay, guys, I will work for you up till. 9 p.m. or whatever it is unless it's an emergency then you can give me a call or is it do you feel like that's just kind of common sense
1: there's no common sense here everybody is a diva you know, yeah <laughs> they want that attention they want that vip treatment and oh, that. provide that no matter what price point
0: yeah because they can always come back and get something if it's a smaller price point they can always come back in a couple of years and get something bigger yeah so I'm just saying Trying to make you feel better about your 10 o'clock and 11 o'clock calls.
1: <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's all good.
0: Um, so, do you have any advice or words of wisdom before we go? Words
1: of wisdom in regards to
0: anything. I have some, but I can't say them on here.
1: Oh, words of wisdom. <laughs> um, let's see. Or advice. Be empathetic and sympathetic to your clients or anybody because we don't know how their day is going or how it started. So if they have a bad day, don't let their attitude change your attitude. (laughs) Because we all have lives. We don't know what affected them in the beginning. Just always try to remain calm and patient as possible. So being patient, having empathy and sympathy in any Dealing with any person would be the key, in my opinion.
0: No, I totally agree. I actually teach my kids that because they're like, oh, they were in a bad mood. I was like, girl, you don't know what just happened five minutes before. They just got the phone call. with, You know, like you don't in any part of your life, you just don't know. So especially in work, you just got to smile.
1: Yeah. you. And just treat people how you want to be treated.
0: Yep. I completely concur with you, David. I feel like those were great words of wisdom. Once again, I'd like to thank David for being on the show today. I hope everyone has a great day. And remember, if you're looking for a reliable inspection company, please check out our website at inspectorteam.com for Brian and Brian inspections. See you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you.